So today it leaked out that Stephen Breyer, Justice Stephen Breyer of the Supreme Court, will be um, retiring soon. And we are trying to figure out uh, who's going to replace Not we, because I'm not, but who is going to replace him. One of the front runners for his replacement is a, um, a Joy Reid fan favorite. So I can already promise you that I won't like who it is if Joy Reid likes him. And I'm sure most people who have half a fucking brain probably wouldn't like him either. Ketanji Brown-Jackson is considered the top uh, of Biden's list for Supreme Court nominees. Now, as we know, there's always a big issue that goes on when it comes to the Supreme Court and who puts it there because pretty much you're in the Supreme Court, you're in there forever. And so obviously one side wants more than the other when it comes to voting for issues and things along that lines because there is a problem where which you could agree or you can disagree with this because you'd like to think that you know the constitution is the constitution or when it comes to you know local judges that you know the law is the law and that's you just follow what it is um it doesn't seem to work that way liberals like to blow up the com uh, the like to blow up the constitution and make up their own rules and try to make up their, their own amendments and in laws where conservatives prefer to follow and typically follow the constitution a little bit better or a lot better depending on how you look at it so there's always issues with that and that point of view because liberals seem to have this own little circle of sticking together a lot more and just kind of doing things because a majority rules or because of mob rule or because you know their friends said so or because of uh peer pressure and we've already seen that that doesn't happen with the conservative side of the Supreme Court. So there, it's it's a wonder who, obviously, who's going to be put in there. And obviously, you know, the Democrats in the White House are going to prefer to put another leftist-leaning Democrat in office. So, like I said, if um, the top nominee would be Ms. Jackson... And anybody, like I said, that Joy Reid likes, them, I'm probably not a fan of, and most people should be. Now, here's my here's the issue. I'm going to play this clip from today's from uh, Jen Psaki's press conf conference, or Raggedy Ann, whatever you like to call her. So listen up real quick. Questions, the first on the Supreme Court. Sure. Um, does the president believe that the current makeup of the court accurately reflects America's demographics? Well, I would say the president, uh, as you know, asked for uh, a put together a commission that could uh, review, that is a, bi a commission made of Democrats and Republicans of a range of uh, legal views that could take a look at everything from the makeup of the, of the court to how they select uh, cases to the length of service to uh, the size of the court. Uh, that's a report, as Mary asked about earlier, that he certainly has. I don't have an update on his review of that at this point in time. I will, I will note, though, for you to go directly to your question. He has nominated uh, a historic number of, uh, of judges uh, who are people of color, a historic, uh, I don't know if it's a historic number of women, but a, a majority of the judges he has nominated are women. Uh, that speaks to his desire and his interest in having courts around the country that look like America and that represent the experiences of America, including public defenders and others. So that is the evidence of his commitment to that, I would point to. All right, before we get to the what the blaring issue is with her statement, I can thank you and welcome to the my chitty, our I keep saying my it's our chitty opinion uh 
podcast. Don't forget, you can always call, leave a anonymous voicemail, or leave a text at 339-224-4341. And let's continue here with the fact that if you listen to that, and the first part of what Jen Saki says is the process of going through choosing a new Supreme Court justice, length of... Uh, career and so forth and so on. But then she goes on and points out that Biden has nominated the most women or the most diverse people or go back and listen to it. I don't feel like I'm not going to quote it. And that's where I let it, where the problem is. And that's what this is more about. I don't care if you had the, the most anything in office or at any job or anything. Is the job getting done? Is it done? Are they qualified to do it? And are they going to follow the rules of their position? That's what matters. That's what matters to, it should matter to all of us. But there's always people who are going to make issue in this country about um, race and gender when it comes to job positions. And it's always, most, most always coming from the left, as we all know. Now, I don't have a problem with whoever's in power. I don't care if you're black, white, green, Asian, Hispanic from Mars, have a dick, have a dick and vagina. I don't care if you have, I don't care what the, I don't care if you're a fucking dog. If you can do the job and do it right and do it fairly, that's all that matters. That's whether you're a CEO, whether you're a board member, whether you're a president, whether you're my boss, whether you're my mother, slash father, whatever, I don't care. Are you doing the job right? Is everything fine? Is that what it matters? Fine. I don't care. We don't live in a world today, despite what people want to tell you, we do not live in a world today where people are going to sit there and purposely separate everybody all the time. Are there old school people like that in charge? Absolutely. Is it a systemic problem? Absolutely not. It might be a problem with that one specific system, that one specific company. Sure. Is it a problem in this country? No. But forcing it doesn't make it right. You sit, we they sit there and cram down our throats that we all, you know, and other people say, I don't want to be judged on my race. I don't want to be judged on this, but I'm going to take advantage of it and take every job that only chose me because of my gender or because of my race. Does that make any fucking sense? He wants to nominate people purely based off of what their body parts are or what color their skin are. How, how is that not a problem? How come it just, I mean, yes, the, 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 the other people who have, who have the resume to have this job, who are black or are Hispanic, who are white, who are female, who are whatever, yes, absolutely. But just put them on the list. Vet them like anywhere else. But do not specifically just put them on there because we have to be diverse, because I have to have this, this reputation of putting, you know, X amount of genders or X amount of people or historic numbers of uh, nominations um, into uh, my my system. It's terrible. Like the, people would sit there and they would they would shit on Trump for being a racist and being a misogynist and all that stuff, but no one ever gave him credit for having more women in his in his administration than any other administration. No one cared about that. He did have diversity in his administration, but no one gave him credit for that. You know why? Because he didn't brag about it and ask for it. These people ask for it. They want to be, they, they wear this as a badge of fucking honor. Be like, oh, you know, look, look, at, look at the quota we met. 
Okay, who's coming up with these quotas? There's an issue going on now between Yale, Harvard, and I think the University of North Carolina about their admissions process and excluding Asian people in their admissions process because they need to be more diverse. Now, this is something that's been going on for a while now. This case is from 2014, I believe. And the Supreme Court is going to finally hear this. They, they call it affirmative action case. I, I mean, I don't know necessarily if you can consider it a affirmative action case, but I guess it technically would be because um, I don't necessarily know the rules of affirmative action. But the point is, a decision to prohibit using race as a factor in admission, admissions would be a major change for colleges and universities, could effectively end efforts by admi admissions officers to break down long-standing systemic barriers that have made it difficult for marginalized groups to attend elite institutions per Boston Globe. Uh, article from two days ago. This has the potential of having huge ripple effect in college admissions and huge effects on access agenda in America, said Angel Perez, president of the National Association of College Admissions and Counseling. Um, the Supreme Court then lays it into the law of the land that race can't be used at all. It will make it even more difficult to open the doors wider for un underrepresented, underrepresented students in this country, and particularly for African-American students, Perez says. I, I don't, like you said, I don't care who goes to school. If you're qualified to go to the school, go to the damn school. We've already heard that in Oregon, they've already taken away standardized testing for to get into, as a qualification to get into colleges. They've already gotten rid of, like, math grades and changed math because it was racist and all this stuff. It's ridiculous stuff. Now, I don't like standardized tests. I suck at them. But if they're used for whatever reason, they're used for whatever reason. But they are lowering standards specifically for certain uh, groups of people, spe more specifically Latinos and blacks, so they can get into schools easier. Um, I think that's racist in itself. What you what they are basically saying is that black people and Latino people are just not smart enough to on on a uh, on a grander scale as Asian students. Now, Washington last year or the year before had stopped labeling Asian people as a race and considered them white when it came to educational standards. Uh, I still that still kind of blows my mind. Uh, I don't think I think it's stupid to do that just because it meets your uh, fits your agenda and what your 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 point of being more racist is. Um, but the racism that they keep using and saying is racist by not doing something that is racist. So by saying that you can't pick people based off of their race to attend your school is racist. The hypocrisy continues and it's disgusting. It's And when you do it in schools, it's gonna continue into the future. It's gonna continue into their jobs and it's gonna continue further on into, the, into this real world and it's never gonna fucking end. Now, when it comes to the education system, what does that tell you? If you got to lower standards so that particular groups who are not culturally told to study more and to, to, to concentrate more on school and education aren't scoring well, 
maybe you should kind of adjust the culture of it a little bit. You can call it racist. You can call it whatever else what I just said because it's like, oh, black culture doesn't do that. No, black culture does not concentrate on education as a whole. Okay, not saying there isn't any. That's certainly plenty. But if you look at it in, if you want to look at the, the, the education levels of scoring by race, it goes Asians, whites, Latinos, and blacks. Asians are constantly, culturally constantly pushed for education. And this doesn't even matter if it's third world Asia or communist China. Okay? Education is pushed, pushed, pushed. I lived in Asia and I see how it is in the education over there. It's so different than here. Extracurriculars are important. Being a well-rounded student is important. Learning multiple languages is important. Like there's so much more emphasis on education. Drop down to the, the 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 white people. It's a mix. Is a lot more in education, and there's a lot more in athletics mixed in with athletics, and there's a lot more in extracurriculars in being a, a well-rounded human. And it drops down to you get your lazy people who don't do shit, and then you get your blue-collar people who get education and do all the meaningful work in this country. Okay, and then you drop down to Latinos, and you got a, a culture that's blue-collar, hardworking, who are business-sensed and want to do you know more of the labor works in jobs and want to even if they are ceo and business people their businesses typically have to do with labor works in those type of works because they're good at it not because it's their latin and that's what they do no that's what they're fucking good at they're good at cooking and cleaning and making my yard look beautiful and all that type of stuff it's a cultural thing that's how it works like Asians are good at nails, Vietnamese are good at nails, white people are good at being a pain in the ass, you know, black people are great at sports, there's things in culture that work that way, okay, you go to the black communities, they do not specifically push education on the book part of it, but one thing black people culturally and community-wise are really good at, they're good at street smarts, business skills, sports, and um, in in opening their in in having businesses, you know, like businesses in their neighborhood, whether it's a corner store, a barber shop, um, a restaurant, you know, those are the things they're good at. These aren't things we learn in school. These aren't standardized test stuff. Okay, so if you want people to do better and learn more, you know, and get into these schools if that's what they want to do, some people don't want to get in there. Put them, give them. Go down to the, the, the public school system and change that. Don't change the admissions process, okay? If there are people in inner city communities or any community that could do better with better education because they're smart and they want to go to Harvard and they want to go to Yale, get them choose where they want to go to school to get the better education so they can get the 1580 score like the Asian people are rather than lower the standards to 1200 because what you're saying is they're limited to just being a 1200 SAT score type student well and all you're doing is bringing them into an environment then they're not going to be ready for if that 1200 student in public school without a school choice can get that 1200 let them choose a better school so they can get that 1580 and be prepared when they go to college 
for those types of classes. That's it. The issue isn't meeting quotas. The issue starts where these people are getting educations before the admissions process. All you're doing is doing these people a disservice. Anybody who gets chosen for any job, for any school, for any reason, besides of what their ability is, it's a joke. And I don't get it, right? And I, I think it's stupid. I think it's a complete disservice, and it just will and it'll continue with this racist bullshit that this country keeps running on. Now, the Washington Post had a, an opinion piece out called The Com Complexion of U.S. Boardrooms is Very Slowly Changing for the Better. Now, um, this is a thing called the NASDAQ, Initi uh, NASDAQ Initiative, which takes effect starting this year, um, is, is a... Where is it? The series, I'll read it. The Security and Exchange Commissions last summer approved a proposal by NASDAQ to require that most boards of directors among the exchanges, approximately 3,000 companies, include at least one woman as well as at least one person of color or one LGBTQ person. <clears throat> they supposedly, now I, I looked at this, they supposedly, they, now they do this in Europe, okay? They do it in Britain, Germany, and Norway, uh, where capitalism thrives, they say. Um, they also had this company that did a years, they, they said was a years-long survey. And I clicked on the survey, and it showed a chart that I didn't even understand what the fuck it said. It just said up, down for women, and up, down for what I just didn't, it, it, it didn't explain anything. So don't do this survey or link to a survey that doesn't explain to stupid people like myself what the fuck the survey actually says. Now, the point here is to get boardrooms more diverse and, you know, people of qualifying, um, you know, degrees and abilities to be CEOs and executives and such. And um, I don't have a problem with that. Like I said before, I do not have a problem. I don't give a shit. Can you do the job? Fine. Now, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. <clears throat> when it comes to boardroom CEOs and those type of corporate jobs, it's not like you can sit there necessarily and apply from the outside world to become a CEO of another company or be on the board of directors for a hospital or whatever else. You typically got to be brought in or recruited somehow. You know, and that's how those big wig jobs work. Now, in the business world and the executive world, we all know that you got to go mingle with people and you got to get to know people. And majority of these companies and these boards are, you know, 80% white men or white people in general. And they like their old school clubs and they like all those things. So obviously they're going to get more people into those type of positions. Now, I don't agree with that, but you, it's always been who you know and who you blow. I mean, it's been like that in, in, in you know, probably since the, you know, beginning of the first business exchange hundreds of years ago so forcing companies to be more diverse i don't believe in forcing companies to necessarily do anything um the argument is that like there's people who are qualified who just don't get looked at or asked to be part of boards you know there they, an example they use is this woman um who is a leading cancer researcher and she has never been asked to be part of like a board at MIT or something or rather. And I mean, that's terrible. It's sad. 
My question, the, the details they leave out of these articles, though, is like, is she interested in that job? Does she want to be the board of, of whatever hospital or whatever research center that was before? Did she want that? I mean, if you want something, she made it this far. I would assume if that's the type of position that she wants, she could have found her way into that position much sooner. But they make it seem like she sat around and waited. Did she sit around and wait? Did she throw her name in the hat? I have no idea. There's aggressiveness that has to do with this as well. If if you are qualified and you are more, or more qualified, then you should get the job. If you are quali- Now, this is the only time I think that maybe you might want to bring it in a little bit. If you and somebody else, so you're a female, you're a lesbian, you're whatever. I don't think this is one other thing that kind of pisses me off is that when it says companies include at least one woman as well as at least one person of color or one LGBTQ person. Why does your sexuality have to be on your resume? Why does who you choose to have sex with and be attracted to matter? That's not something that I look at and say, oh, you're gay. Oh, you're a lesbian. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to judge by that. Why does that person have to sit there and admit that? I don't think that's fair to people of those chosen sexualities to have to do that. Like, why do you get to wear it on your sleeve? Why does it fucking matter? What if you, there's somebody there who is married with eight kids, which is very common, and he decides that, you know, he actually likes men in his 50s. Does he have to all of a sudden come out and say, I'm gay? I mean, I don't know why this matters. I don't know why. I really don't. I think it's ridiculous. Even if you're a trans person, I think it's ridiculous that you'd have to do that. I just, I find that unfair. I think it's fucking stupid. But... No, back to what I was saying before. If you have two people who are equally qualified, one's a, a black woman, one's a, you know, a, a, a white male, and like everything was exact, you know, it was just like two of the same people except not the same people. Yes, I would probably go with the black woman because if you're depending on your business, you also need to appeal to certain demographics as well. And I don't think a lot of companies realize the, the strength of appealing to other demographics, but you need the input of those demographics. If you work for a shampoo company and you have all white blondes, blonde women and men on your board, that's not going to do you any good because you're not going to get any insight to anybody else with curly hair, brown hair, gray hair, you know, Asian style hair, black style hair, Latino style hair. It's all different types of hair. So you need diversity in many, many positions if you're going to grow as a company. Now, the one thing I did pick up from that stupid chart was that, you know, the more diverse companies found more success on, you know, double-digit percentages as far as, I don't know what it was, profitability or just said success. I don't know what they were measuring. I don't doubt it. I don't. But to force people to do that is wrong. I think there needs to be another system, just like the education system, put into place to kind of fast-track these people and to get them and teach them how to find their ways up to the top. You know, there are ways to do that and to learn how to get better in other jobs. I've never had problems. I've always looked different. I'm a mixed race. I don't look the same necessarily as of the people in the town I work for, but I found ways to move up in jobs since I was 17 years old. 
you know, I was able to get management jobs very quickly, you know, despite having tattoos on my neck or um, looking different or dressing different or presenting myself, you know, a little bit off than what you would consider your average manager or whatever. And I just, I never consciously thought about it, but I knew what I had to do if I wanted to move up in certain places and do to do certain things. So I would do it. Not difficult. And this is also included my ability to work, appeal to people in whatever the industry I was in at, the, at those times. There are ways to do it on a, a larger scale for bigger companies. You know, why don't they ask the, the actual black CEOs, the actual black board members, the actual, you know, Latin woman um, business owner. Why don't they ask them what they did? Why don't they bring them into a, a big group and make a committee out of them and ask them what they can do to help diversify rather than saying forcing people into it? What did they do to fight their way to the top? But they don't. They want to make it easy. They want to make it, you know, just boom, we're going to pick you because you're this or we're going to pick you because you're this. You know, how do you take a, teach these people to be qualified for those jobs? I would like a job doing certain things, but you know what? Am I qualified? Or should I just go up there and go, dude, I'm the different guy. Look at me. No. Because what am I going to do when I get there? I'm going to be fucking clueless. And all that's going to do is put me out of a job quick, me, quickly and look, make me look like shit on my resume. Especially if you're holding a public job to help um, make laws and decide laws and, and govern the Constitution. it's just silly. It's all silly to me. But that's all I really have to say about that. I think it's ridiculous that, you know, President Biden is would choose somebody just simply based off their race or their gender. Obviously, it didn't work for his vice president because he solely picked his running mate based off of her race and her gender. That's it. And we've already learned how unqualified she is for the job, how stupid and useless she is. And how she cackles too much. Okay, so we already know that it didn't work there. And he continues to do it here. Pick people who are fucking qualified. Go through the goddamn list. See who's on there. Weed out what you don't want. And fucking, you know, and nominate the right fucking people. That's it. All right? You shouldn't have to fill out the what gender you are, what race you are circles when you do job applications. You shouldn't. You shouldn't, in this case, they know who everybody is. So you should not even put your name on the fucking thing, okay? If that's how it works. I don't even know how this process works. Obviously, it's still into who you know, who you blow, and how many people you can please who are in the public just based off of what you look like. I'm sorry, I don't want to be judged solely based off of what I look like or what my skin tone is or what any of that shit. But the people who like doing that stuff will bullshit to you because you're an idiot. And all you're doing is feeding the problem as opposed to fixing the problem. So you even enjoy being chosen to be a fucking CEO or a boardroom executive or uh, a Supreme Court justice solely based off of your body parts and your skin tone. You're a fucking loser. You're not solving any issues. You're not breaking any barriers. You're not doing any of that shit. You're making it a bigger fucking problem is what you're doing. Sorry. So... <laughs> I guess that would be my two two cents on that. As far as headline headlines concerned, the funniest headline is um, uh, Neil Young giving Spotify a an ultimatum to, you know, if they want his music, then uh, 
you know, they got to get rid of uh, Joe Rogan, which is ridiculous. Now, Neil Young has, didn't he, I don't know, he released an album a couple of years ago or something based off piece like fighting the man and fighting the system, yet this is what he's doing. So Spotify is removing Neil Young's music after the, after the ultimatum. So that's pretty fucking hilarious to me. Um, see anything else wonderful going on about it? Uh, let's see. Jen Psaki yesterday was caught lying about what the president was doing, saying that he had a wonderfully full schedule when he was caught out, out shopping at boutiques and eating his chocolate chocolate chip ice cream cone. Um, I don't have a problem with the presidents doing these type of things. I mean, they're human beings. they got to take a break themselves. I really don't. My issue is when the world is going to shit, do something about it. Like, this is what weekends are for. You know, when when a, a con- when you're debating on whether to send our troops to defend another country's borders because you're a fucking moron, um, you should probably do something about it. Um, you know what I mean? It's it's just silly that you got to lie about it it's when you can easily find out where the, the, the that the president is out meandering around eating ice cream like a child, and you know having his um his dementia moments or whatever it is uh and i don't think that today was actually a slow news day to be honest with you and that's not a bad thing considering that all the news we ever see is pretty um pretty bad um also jen Psaki did trash governor DeSantis for continuing to push monoclonal antibody treatments after fda blocks life-saving medicine from states um okay she's been shitting on and all the democrats shit on DeSantis. yet they all buy houses there and party there so the that continues with their fucking hypocrisy and she was shitting on DeSantis before for hogging all the monoclonal antibodies until the, she decided to, until the white house decided to um put a limit on the amount of um, available antibodies to um, its citizens. Well, if it didn't work, then why are you using it to distribute, quote, evenly, as she would say? And then we find out that places like uh, Brigham and Women's Hospital in Boston is only allowing people who aren't whites to take monoclonal antibodies. So it's, and they're not the only hospital who's doing this. And it's like, dude, make up your mind. Like, you're going to tell shit on DeSantis for saying something that doesn't work by pushing something that supposedly doesn't work, then take it out of his hands because it does actually work to say you're going to evenly distribute it across the country only to only give it to certain races and not give it to other races because of just that race. There was a video that came out on TikTok uh, when this started first happening a couple months ago where this guy went to go get his treatment and he asked for them. And he, and the woman, the nurse would not give it to him. He goes, is it because I'm white? And she said, yes, it's all on video. If you do not believe me, you should be able to find it. I'm not going to find it for you. So those are the headlines. Now, folks, thank you for listening to episode two of the Our Chitty Opinion podcast. And don't forget, you can always call to leave a text or a voicemail, anonymous or whatnot, at 339-224-4341. Thank you so much for listening. A good night. Really let it go. And be happy.